What's going on, guys? It's Eddie Knight. Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Before It Was Cool, where we talk TV and film, especially TV shows and films that have to do with comic book characters. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit of Marvel and a little bit of DC. We're going to be talking James Gunn, the director of The Suicide Squad, said he is not interested in making anything to do with the Joker. Also, his series Peacemaker, which is a spinoff of The Suicide Squad movie, is set to premiere January 13th on HBO Max. And for Marvel, we're going to be getting into Tom Holland thinking about hanging up the suit of Spider-Man. Stay tuned. What's going on, y'all, man? It's so much going on out here in the atmosphere. With these comic book movies, we got all this hype for the new Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Also, the Doctor Strange movie following that. And on top of that, man, the DCEU is really dominating the news. They got the Peacemaker show is coming out in January. There's a Batgirl movie being filmed, and they're promoting that pretty hard. And man, The Rock's been pretty vocal about what he has going on with the Black Adam movie. I hope that that movie is good. I've been hearing some things and, and it's got me a little bit worried. And I'll save that for another episode, man. But uh, the DCEU is definitely looking lively. Definitely looks like they're moving a lot of different pieces to get their stuff together. And I hope that they finally have, man, because it has been a mess over the last couple of years. And they've been pretty much just scrambling after the Snyder Cut. And before we get into the first topic of the day, man, I would love to know what you guys are most excited to see from the DCU coming up in the future. You can just go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram, nerdy before it was cool. That's nerdy B as in the letter B and the number four. It was cool. Nerdy B for it was cool just like it's spelled here on the podcast on whatever you're listening on. Go ahead and send me a message there on Instagram, TikTok, or, or Twitter, any of that, man. Let me know what you're most excited to see coming out of D.C. Me personally, the top five things I'm looking forward to seeing in no particular order, the Flash movie, uh, 2022, obviously with the Flash, we're going to have Michael Keaton's Batman popping up. I think that's going to be dope. I wonder if they're going to de-age him for that film or if he's just going to be... You know, Michael Keaton as he is now. I guess we'll see. So ready for that Flash movie. Also ready. I'm kind of ready for Aquaman 2. Um, I wasn't like a huge fan of the first one, but I thought it was really fun and was really promising. And I'm hearing a lot of dope thing about the script. So definitely excited for Aquaman 2. I was super excited for something involving Deathstroke with Joe Manganiello. But as I'll say for another episode, that is no longer happening. So for number three... I will put, even though they kind of let me down in season three, I am ready for uh, Titan season four as well as Doom Patrol season four. Doom Patrol was really good. I recommend checking out that show, Doom Patrol, on HBO Max if you've never seen it. Bunch of obscure characters, amazing writing. It's really wacky, but it's amazing. Uh, fourth thing that I'm ready to see from DC, it's been rumors that this is going to happen, so I hope it does. Man of Steel 2. I need that movie in my life. Uh, and I'm also ready for the next season of Harley Quinn, the animated series, man. I've been waiting on that for a while. I thought the first two seasons were freaking dope. Definitely ready for season three of that. But yeah, let me know what you're excited to see. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into the first topic of the day, which is the Peacemaker series coming to HBO Max. So if you didn't know, the Peacemaker series is a series starring John Cena. He'll be playing the Peacemaker, which was a character off of the Suicide Squad movie that came out in 2021, directed by James Gunn. It was a soft reboot of Suicide Squad that came out in 2016. 
scrapped some of the characters, added some new ones, got a different director, had basically a soft reboot, but also kind of a continuation of the old story. So quick 15 second spoiler alert of the Suicide Squad if you haven't seen it. I don't know why you haven't at this point, but if you haven't seen it, quick 15 second spoiler alert. So basically the movie is a bunch of ragtag villains who are locked up. Amanda Waller gets these villains makes a task force of heroes that she basically coerces into doing her dirty work. They come together as a team, you know, Bond, yada, yada, typical team movie stuff. They save the day for the most part, but at the end, we find out that John Cena was a mole the whole time. His character knew about all the shady stuff going on, and he double-crossed the Suicide Squad. He got hurt really, really badly at the end of the movie, and he was in the hospital, and we hinted at him furthering his role at the end with a little post credit scene in the Suicide Squad. All right, so spoiler over. This series takes place directly after the events of the Suicide Squad movie. It's one of those things we don't necessarily need to watch it before, but I think it would definitely help get an idea of who this guy is beforehand if you watch the movie first and see his full transformation in to whatever they're trying to make him out to be in this series. So I watched the full trailer as most of us did and it's clearly taking the comedic tone that it had in the movie but honestly seems to be taking it a little bit step further. For the most part the jokes hit for me. Uh, it was about like 70-30, so like 70% of them landed for me. It was a few of them that were really cheesy and corny, but that's kind of the point of his character. He's like this freaking frat bro dude who's also like a freaking patriot, you know what I mean? So his character in general is just kind of meta. I'm optimistic for this thing, but I'm also kind of... What is the word that I'm looking for? I'm also kind of I'm also kind of skeptical as well. I'm not skeptical of James Gunn. I'm not skeptical of the character. I know the character can work. I know James Gunn is really talented. I know the cast is really talented. What I'm skeptical of is you can clearly see the direction that they're trying to take this character into. Although it could be interesting and entertaining, I'm not sure that I'm fully into it and fully interested in seeing this type of arc that they're trying to provide for this character. Basically, if you've seen the Suicide Squad movie, you know this dude is a complete lunatic. Literally says lines like, I'll get peace even if I have to kill every man, woman, and child to do so. Like, he's a psychopath. And clearly from the trailer, what they're trying to get to happen is they want to take this guy from us viewing him as a psychopath to being empathetic over his past, empathetic over the things that he has to go through, and also empathize with this character or sympathize with this character because he's going to be clearly going through a lot of moral dilemmas on with his style of obtaining peace, which I guess is an okay concept, but I just find it kind of weird that, like I said, this happens directly after the Suicide Squad movie, and he was damn near a villain in that movie, if not the villain in that movie and now you're trying to convince me that he's gonna be a good guy or at least a semi good guy it's really hard for me to wrap my head around that right now because it's like all these years this is how he's operated all these missions he's been on all these different teams he's been a part of i'm sure he's crossed people before i'm sure he's been in missions gone wrong before never questioned his authority never 
stopped to think about what what he was doing was wrong and never even seemed to have that type of moral code. He was literally just written to be this dude who was just peace at all costs. So it's just really hard to imagine that quick flip flop. I mean, I guess it could be okay, but uh, they better draw this arc out over like 10 or 12 episodes. If it's something that starts to happen like two or three episodes in, it, it could still be good, but I'm gonna be a little disappointed at the flip. And lastly, why it kind of bothers me is because like he says he wants to do other spinoffs of these Suicide Squad characters. So it's like, are all of these villains going to now no longer be villains and they're all going to transform into somewhat of anti-heroes now? It's like, if you're going to make a villain verse, make a villain verse. I don't want all of my villains to turn good. Is it heartwarming sometimes? Sure. Is it a dope plot device sometimes? Sure. But sometimes I just want my villains to be a villain. You can make them a complex villain. You can make them a, a empathetic or sympathetic villain, but like, man, like I want my villains to be villains. But anyways, that's going to wrap up all of the talk about Peacemaker. Let's get into James Gunn, the same director of the Suicide Squad, when asked about the Joker and why he wasn't apparent in his story. James Gunn said, there are a lot of characters that I'm interested in working with, and the Joker just isn't one of them. It's crazy. Stay tuned. So yeah, James Gunn says no to the Joker. He says the Joker wouldn't fit in his story that he's trying to tell. Also, he said there's been so many good iterations of the character. He's more interested in doing some more obscure characters that hasn't quite got their shot in DC. And if you've ever listened to me before, you know that I am perfectly cool and fine. And honestly, for that, DC has a lot of dope characters, whether it be hero, anti-hero, and villain that have not quite got their shot yet. So I am all for giving some lesser known characters their shine. But saying the Joker does not fit in the Suicide Squad is crazy. Obviously, he would not fit on the team as a ragtag member of a team because the Joker is not, cannot, and will never be on anyone's team. He is always for himself. But as the Assault on Arkham animated movie and the other Suicide Squad movies show, the Joker would always be trying to get Harley back and get her back under his thumb. Not because he necessarily loves her, but because he hates that she slipped out from under his thumb in the first place. And he hates that he can no longer control her. So at all costs, he would be trying to get Harley back. And that would be another foil to whatever plan you already have going on in the story. That's what the Joker would be used for and could be used for in the Suicide Squad. But I understand, man, when you're popping, when you are at the position to be able to turn down a character like a Joker, that's a blessing, man. And if that's what he wants to do, I completely understand. But I also think that the Joker could work in that setting. And I would honestly like to see what a Joker written and directed by James Gunn would look and sound like. But it doesn't sound like we're going to get that, at least not from James Gunn. So for as of right now, there will be no Joker in the DCEU unless we get some continued Snyder vision or the air cuts gets released. We're just going to be working with what we got going on right now. Now, obviously, there's probably going to be a Joker in the Matt Reeves universe is going to pop up eventually, but that's over in Matt Reeves universe. That has nothing to do with the actual DCEU, you know, in the main timeline with Batman and Aquaman and Superman and all that. We need a Joker in that main timeline. So I hope we get that within the next few years. Anyways, guys, that's going to be the DC talk for today. Let's go ahead and hop over into Marvel briefly and just talk about Tom Holland and his role as Spider-Man. 
So obviously with Spider-Man No Way Home coming out soon, Tom Holland has been in the press doing all these interviews for all these different companies. And he's been saying a lot of different things. He's been really hyping up this movie. Also, when asked about his future with Spider-Man, he said something along the lines of, if I'm still playing Spider-Man after 30, then I've done something wrong. Tom Holland started his run as Spider-Man in 2016, which was what? Jesus Christ, time is flying. Six years ago at this point, which made him like like 18 or 19 when he took that role he is now 25 he's saying if he's still doing it over 30 then he's doing something wrong so five more years it takes about two years to get these movies done so in his mind He's basically saying he wants to do about two more movies and hang it up. A lot of people think this is just a negotiation tactic in him, you know, making sure he gets all the money he feels he deserves from the role of Spider-Man. But I kind of take some validity to what he is saying. He's always been kind of a, a loose lips guy over at Marvel. He was always accidentally breaking all the spoilers, always saying a little bit more than he should say. So I don't just take it at face value when he says that. I think in his mind, that's what he really sees for himself. He's also been quoted saying he wants to go out for things like James Bond and he's trying things outside of the MCU. He has Uncharted coming. He had the Chaos Walking movie come out, which ratings wise did absolutely horrible. So he's clearly trying to cement a legacy outside of the MCU. A lot of his counterparts in the MCU, they've done this for 10, 12 years, but the difference between him and them is they had established careers before they joined the MCU. Pretty much everything has been MCU related and he hasn't really made a name for himself outside of that. So I can understand why he is thinking about life outside of Marvel. He doesn't want to get typecast, doesn't want to get stuck in this role forever. And creatively, that could get kind of old and boring. And I get that. One thing I will say in closing about Tom Holland as Spider-Man and an angle that I feel like he's not quite looking at if this is really where his head is at. He has an opportunity to do something that the two previous people who played Spider-Man live action did not do. And that is grow up with the character. Uh, in both of the two iterations of the live action Spider-Man we saw, we saw one year of high school in their first movie. And in the second movie, they were like one year in college, I believe, on both of them. What we get to really see with this character is we get to really be able to grow with him from high school onto college, onto whatever he does after. And if he wants to, could even go into Peter Parker as an adult, which we never get to do with Spider-Man because they're so obsessed with keeping him as a teenager. I think that Tom Holland's like um, young, youthful look, he's going to look young for a very long time. And I think they could really milk that with this franchise and they could really tell some stories that are not just tied to Iron Man. We can literally witness the tone of the story start to get older and more adult as Peter Parker gets older and becoming an adult. And I think that will be super freaking dope, man. Just something that we've never done in the live action sense. So he has a really dope opportunity to really cement himself in his own variation of this character and make his own legacy with this character that's not tied to any other hero. But anyways, guys, that's going to wrap up the episode today. I thank you for tuning in to Nerdy Before It Was Cool. I'm your host, Eddie Knight. If you want to chat with me about any of this stuff, be sure to hit me up anywhere at Nerdy Before It Was Cool. That's Nerdy B as in the letter B and the number four, just like it is on this podcast. Nerdy Before It Was Cool. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that, man. It's your boy, Eddie Knight, and I'm out.